we are live with another episode, a uh, very special one today, and not because of you, Jamie, because today, I don't know if you saw this, it's uh, the Minnie's 64th birthday. Uh, happy birthday. No, I'm saying that. <laughs> I mean, you're very special, yes, too, I'm is. excited about yeah. this story. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about this story. Uh, I kind of didn't do a deep dive because I want to hear it from you. Um, I know, obviously, a little bit of uh, the background on this car, a special one. Um, I love hearing these kind of stories, and this is why I kind of started this podcast, to hear things like this and how it developed. And um, so if you guys haven't seen, uh, I don't know how long ago, maybe, I don't know, earlier this year, I saw this Instagram pop up, J underscore 311. And uh, the profile picture is cool, kind of this old early mark one um uh, rusty kind of mini my style but i saw like in the caption it's like a, a long lost family member kind of um hidden in uh, restored in secret kind of thing and i was like ooh, interesting and i've been following along and i reached out to you and i'm excited to kind of really hear exactly what's going on with this thing so jamie thank you for being on man yeah thank you yeah it's um it's quite a cool story to share, really. I, I enjoy seeing people's reactions when you tell it, and when people realise that I'm just a, an amateur as well, it, I think it shocks them a little bit of the job I took on. But um, they talk about buying something with your heart, and I think that was definitely one of the things I did <laughs> with this car. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's funny that you say that about the amateur. Uh, you know, I've said this before, I, I'm only ever been in the mini scene uh new minis old minis but um i don't know i feel like a lot of kind of amateurs if you will jump into a mini i don't know why is it it's like less daunting because it's a small car i don't know but i feel like a lot of amateur guys get in and learn a ton of stuff and make amazing restorations out of these so um kudos to you um i love it yeah i think um one of the things, actually, when I bought it... So tell it, me uh, um, tell a little, little bit about this car. Right, okay. So, um, where to start? So, it's, a, it's an early Mark One. It was made, um, registered in February um, 1960. Um, and it, it sold to somebody in, in Breckenshire, which is on the Welsh borders, for, for those that, that don't know. So, um, they had it for five years, and then it was actually my grandfather that bought it, um, it's a, it's a Morris Mini Minor, just an 850, you know, whole 38 horsepower or whatever it might be. Um, and, yeah, my granddad bought it. And at the time, he actually taught my, my grandmother how to drive. Um, she ferried my dad and my two aunts all over the county um, to wherever they wanted to go after school and things like that. And I've got some really cool photos of like, my dad stood by it in his school uniform. Um, and, yeah, he... he they run it um, until, uh, so yeah, that was 1965. They, they actually, that summer, um, straight after buying it, um, flew it over to France and drove it to Italy and back um, as their summer holiday for a couple of weeks. And I've got photos of that, and that's really cool. And, and I've actually ha had a bit of help track those photos. Um, and then, yeah, and then around the early 70s, my granddad painted it in a two-tone, which is where you've seen from the photos because it used to be in a really lovely old English white and then um, he kind of just kept welding it to keep it on the road so when I 
when I actually got it, it was just full of full of well patches all over. Um, and around 1977, it just got so rusty that um, he just he didn't know what to do and pushed it into a shed. He didn't want to get rid of it. And it sat there until around 96. Um, and my dad tried to rescue it. Um, at the time, he couldn't buy the early body panels. He was really struggling um, for the money. And um, he gave it away in around 2000 to a local guy who said he wanted to restore it. And the deal was, if you, he said, if you ever restore it, I want the option to buy it back. And um, he never did. And anyway, so flash forward now, what, 20 years from there. Um, and my dad hasn't shut up about his car. He went to every car show and kept saying, oh, I wonder what he's done. I bet that guy sold it, la, la, la. And I thought, oh, you know, let's see if we can find it again. And I tracked down the, the bloke had actually moved to New Zealand and given it to his son. And I tracked him down I said, and, um, and sort of sent a message in about eight months past. Um, nothing and then I just got a message out of the blue on Facebook um, just saying hey you know what, what do you think about buying this it's not a it's not a job for the faint hearted um, but I'm getting married I need some cash um, doing up a house come and have a look and I just yeah it was one of those things where you just go and uh, we were in the middle of were we in the middle of COVID at the time sort of towards the end of the first sort of COVID lockdowns then I just drove, saw it. I had no plan of how to get it away from there or anything. I was like, I've got to do this. So, yeah, I bought it. And um, then the nightmare began. That's amazing. I, I've been loving following the pictures, the old pictures of your dad, like you said, in his school uniform, going to school. And, uh, you know, just kind of the vintage vibe of these pictures you've you've uh, tracked down. Um you know, I think I've seen pictures of your grandmother with it and like camping or like kind of picnic pictures. It's it's so cool. So you hid yeah, this so that, you kinda of hid this from them. Yeah, so um yeah, so I bought it and uh I thought my my thing is like my dad bless him, he he's he's a um he takes a long time with a lot of things. He had a lot of stuff on at the time and I thought, well, I'll I'll get it started. I'll I'll get the job done. And and at the, at the very beginning, I really wanted to unveil it. Done, Tim. Here you go, Dad. I'll send you a car. Because what son doesn't want to do that? Um, and so yeah, I bought it. I I kept it hidden from him. I um I did tell my grandfather my grandfather eventually um because he you know he's 93 and I, I would love for him to know that I've got his car back. Um, so he knew, and my mum knew, and basically me and my mum came up with a deal and said, you know, let's let's do this. Um, I'm sure that, you know, our finances combined will work, make it work. Um, and we just, yeah, went for it. And yeah, my mum blessed just said, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. So yeah, I, I sent it to a, a guy to, to restore that was actually a, a friend of a friend because I didn't know where else. And I, I wanted to get it done fairly, fairly sharpish. Um, had a bit of a nightmare there, but yeah, it all came good in the end. So you you got the car and you kind of um, basically jumped right into it and you sent it off to somebody for like the metal work and things like that as you kind of restored little bits around the house. Yeah, so the start of it basically was I I trailered I got it trailered over to um, this guy who, um, who who restored minis and I was quite happy with their work um, and yeah basically he. Um, he let me strip it at his site, so I, you know, 
nut and bolt strips it. It was about a forty-minute drive to my house, so every weekend I'd go there, take another part off, and then I kind of would research that part. Could I do it myself? Could I? Could I restore it myself? Could I? And it was all sort of triage at that point. So do I need a new one? Because some of the stuff just fell to dust in my hands. Um, or do I? Do I try and do it myself? Do I strip it myself? And a lot of stuff I I did strip and paint and de-rush myself and get electrical switches working and that sort of stuff. And then the big stuff, so like the engine, um, researched that, found a guy who could machine that for me, um, get it reboard, etc. So I just, I learned on the specialists where I felt like I didn't want to jeopardise the build and I didn't want to delay it as well. I could have, I probably could have taught myself how to weld, but... I'd still be doing it now, and I wouldn't have done as good a job. Um, so I, I sent it to the expert. Unfortunately, this guy who I initially went to wasn't the expert I thought he was, and um, nearly a year later I had to go and, and rescue it from them and take it. Um, actually just cram it into my garage until another spot came up at a, a really highly respected restorer um, who did, as you can see from the photos, a, a stunning job. Amazing, amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks great. So you had all these pictures to kind of go off of, and what was your kind of plan? Did you did you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing it like it was rolling off the showroom floor? Because I know that there was a paint job halfway through their ownership that kind of, can't quite tell, is it like a minty green with like a silver or white on top or something like that? Yeah, so, yeah, so, um, for me, it was, yeah, back to factory, um, and the only modifications I've made is I've put twin leading shoe brakes on the front instead of singles, because this was an early car, um, it had singles, and, I mean, people were pretty sceptical about how good twin leading shoes were, let alone singles, so I thought as, as the back plates were, were rotten, and you couldn't really tell anyway whether it had twins or singles, I thought that was a sensible change. And I've put um, some three-point safety belts in there um, mm -hmm. just because I don't want to smash my teeth off the dash because this car wouldn't have had any safety belts at all. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I was absolutely stuck. Um, because it's an early car, it's got some really weird tweaks to it compared to a lot of minis, and it catches a lot of people out. So I had to really research that and make sure I got that right. Um, and I didn't go just gen generic parts off the shelf because sometimes you couldn't do that. But, um, yeah, it had a had a funky T-tone in um, about... 73, 4-ish, we think. Um, and that was to match my granddad's Morris Oxford. Um, again, got a really cool photo of the two cars next to him matching paint job with like a, yeah, it was like a, a minty green and a beige on the bottom. And uh, I've had a lot of people, a lot of followers go, oh, you got to do that again. It looks really cool. But for me, it was, it's such an early car. It had to look like, you yeah, know, better than the day my granddad bought it. And that holiday, the photos that you've seen, uh, whether on holiday, I just think it'd be, for me, um, yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia in being able to drive around the car that I know they would have pooled off and had lovely holidays down in Italy and stuff. So, um, yeah, stock throughout, really. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't checked out this Instagram, like I said, it's J-E-U underscore 311. I mean, I'm looking at a picture right now. The Mini's parked on the side of the road with, like, wildflowers. Is this your grandmother standing next to it with, like, a, a lake in the background? Like, amazing yeah. pictures to have. 
and like you could like recreate these type of things now uh, you know i don't know if that's near your house or not but like uh, amazing to look at that car and know that you're rebuilding it and you know restoring it it's it's so cool to me yeah so that that actually we think is the rhine we think that's as they were driving down through germany and um, that photo but yeah i'm so some of the photos are are literally the town that's still only four miles from my parents house where the, the car's going to live most of its life and we drove past one of the photo locations the other day on its first journey out because it's only just hit the road so um yeah i've had a few other people help me i found one that's in mid wales that i'm definitely going to go out and recreate um and uh and then there's a few in the alps that i think are around saint bernard pass but yeah if any of you are like followers of wizards on google earth and want to find locations for me then i'll happily take that because that would be really cool to just go and replicate those photos again yeah i mean there's just like family photos and in the background there's uh the mini sitting outside the garage it's just you you know uh, the history behind it is top notch and uh you know i love seeing that um what i really want to know is i know that you kind of hit it and you started and and you um introduced it to your dad and your granddad um how was their reaction what did, what did they think oh yeah so uh yeah so yeah i hit it away and then it came up to it came up to christmas um this year and it was it was nearly a full body shower. It looked really, it was looking really good. And um, at the time, actually, I, um, I I was going through chemotherapy. I had cancer over over um, over Christmas, and it was just all a bit much oh, wow. um, to to carry on with the project without him knowing, and and also him um, being able to just prepare for it as well. Because we were looking at you know paint early New Year, and it was coming to his garage, so we needed to get ready. Um, and yeah, so his his reaction. I mean, he he thought we were taking him bungee jumping or something. He didn't have a clue. I just said, we're going to take you out for lunch and have a little treat. Um, and I got a thing for you to do first. And um, I I gave him. There's a video actually on my page. I gave him a pair of goggles that had tape all over him so he couldn't see for the last half a mile drive. Um, and then just walked him in. And I put the I put I've got the original registration plate, so I put that on there and unveiled it. And he he opened his eyes and first thing that shocked him was that my sister was there because he didn't know they were coming so my sister's there with my niece and my nephew and then um, my wife's there with my my little boy so there's always grandchildren there. he's like what's going on here and then he looked around there's loads of minis like if you've seen the workshop it's honestly dan and the real mini car the most beautiful workshop and um yeah like looking around he's like there's minis everywhere and then he thought he was doing a track day or something and then he looked down and went Oh, he saw the reg and he just his registration is like no can't be and then that was it and then yeah it's just from then on and it's funny because he was <laughs> he, 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 he like looked at it and he's like looking around it, oh my god and then he was like oh there's so much work in this and then i think it dawned on him like oh wow like this was really rotten wasn't it and then um we went for lunch and he was like telling stories like, oh well, your nan and granddad, they drove to the Alps and it's like, yeah, I know, dad. It's like, oh, and they did, 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 did. And I was like, yeah, I know, dad. It's like, and it's a really early car. And it's a, yeah, I know, dad. So like, for the last 18 months, I've been painstakingly finding out all the little pitfalls of this car and uh, working out its history. So, um, yeah, it was really cool to for, for that. And then it was like, oh, crap, i got to get my garage ready. And then we had a winter of just getting it ready, getting it tidy and, getting all these parts ready to come so once we had a painted body shell it could it could still could start so yeah it was cool really good day
That's amazing. I, I, um, I can't imagine. That's just like, that's a great Christmas present too. That's fun. What did, uh, when did you, um, show it to your, your granddad? So, um, pretty much all along I was showing him photos and, and bless him. He kept it so quiet from my dad. Didn't ever mention it. And he didn't ever ask about it either. Really. He just sort of took the update and went, Oh, very good. Yeah. looks very good. Oh, that's a lot of work. And it will never be worth what you're spending on it and all this sort of thing. Um, and, uh, no, so literally a, a, a week ago, so I got it on the road, uh, two weeks ago. Um, and uh, well, I say on the road, like I literally drove it a mile. And then I said to my dad, I was like, the first journey I want to do is to see granddad. And, um, so yeah, that was it straight off. Um, so it pootled up the road, four mile up the road, first time it's ever been out on the main roads. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just, yeah so it's blessed i mean he's really he he can't walk very well um but he came out of his house and then he's like oh i don't know if i'll be able to sit in there it might be a bit low and then you could almost tell in his head he went oh screw this i'm doing this and uh yeah he, he jumped in and squeezed himself in i mean it was his car and it was like bending his head to get in and he's a big guy and um yeah he's like oh i don't remember it being this hard to get in and he said oh it was never this good. He said when I bought it, it was never this good. It was already rusting when I bought it. And, uh, yeah, he was over the moon, over the moon. So, yeah, a very, very cool day. And then that day we got all four generations. So um, my granddad, my dad, me and my four-year-old boy um, all sat in the car. So um, and, and he'll eventually get it from me, hopefully. So never know, five generations at some point will be owning that car if we can keep it, keep it going. Epic. I mean, I, I, I remember seeing that video with your uh, granddad sitting in and saying that, yeah, this is better than when I got it and seeing the photos of you and your son with your dad and your, your grandfather. And it was just, uh, such a cool moment to see, um, all the hard work you put in and then just, you know, that's something that every one of them are going to remember for the rest of their lives. Your, your son's going to grow up with that. And he, hopefully, you know, he's going to have one day, I don't know if Instagram's going to be around something probably cooler, but he's going to have pictures of this with his grandfather, with his, you know, grandfather, his great grandfather's pictures and all that. It's going to be super cool. That's amazing. And I, you know, kudos to you for tackling this job and, and uh, bringing this back to back to life on the road and back to your family. Super fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, it it really is. It really is cool, and the the whole social media thing. It, it's it's brilliant. The support you get as well. So I've had so many, so many things along the way that are just like, why is this happening now? You know, um, I'm sure people out there that work on minis can relate um, in some way or another. But every week it felt like. I mean, me and my dad for a couple of weeks on the bounce were just, oh, why? You know, and it was always. We'd always find the problem on like a Saturday evening, and you can't find a part on the Sunday anyway. So it's like, well, that's another week gone then, and it just kind of rolled <laughs> around like that. Um, and yeah, to to just just go out and enjoy it and um, let people see it and and know that it's not just the car. You know, there's a lot of I think there's a lot of shows you go to, and there's a car. That's just it's a mini they bought, and it's very nice um, to have all this backstory for me. It, it makes it a character, it makes it its own its own special thing. Yeah, it always seems like uh something goes wrong on the Saturday when you can't get the part on a Sunday. <laughs> That's all always the case. <laughs> yeah, and 
and I'm sure a lot of people can uh, um, out there can you know would say the same. But some of the re reproduction parts as well, you get it, and it's like oh, it doesn't fit, or it's brittle, and uh, you know, part. Sometimes I was diving back in my box of rusty bits to see if actually it was worth the bit that I thought, oh, it's not worth saving that. I'll buy a new one. Now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll try and make it work. But um, yeah, we it's part part of the fun. I think that's what people would say. Hundred percent, hundred percent. One of the uh, pictures I really wanted to um, ask you about, and I think you mentioned it, um, but this picture stood out to me, and I thought it was the coolest thing. It's the car driving into an airplane, like into the nose of an airplane, and I think it's um, when they went on their Italy trip. I think. Tell yeah. me about this story. Like it's this is insane. Like what people did that back then? I don't know. Like that seems like it's expensive. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I, I asked, I asked my granddad that. I said, you know, was that, was that seen as an a, a, an expensive holiday? Um, and he said, no. He said a lot of people did it back then because I think, I don't know whether ferries are expensive or what, but yeah, yeah. So, so that plane, um, I, I assumed it was in the UK and it was them going on holiday. Um, but actually, I, I shared it on a. A Facebook page, I think it's called like 1970s Road Scene or something. I just said, if anyone knows anything about this, it'd be really cool um, to get a bit more. And um, somebody came back and went, That's Le TK Airport in France. I was like, That's pretty cool, great, I know where it is now. And he went, And that is in summer 65, he says, because I used to fly those planes, and that actual plane went out of service in October 65. And now I know that they bought the car in the February of 65. So it must have been, literally, they must have bought it and gone, we're going into Italy and we're going to fly the Mini out there. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, that was the start of their, their holiday was landing in Latuque over in France and then setting off through the Alps and, yeah, probably 50 mile an hour all the way. Oh, man, that's amazing. I could ask about every single picture you posted, but um, I'm curious of, like, what's what's some of the your favorite stories that you've kind of learned along the way when you've been digging into the history of this or, or your grandfather or father telling you a story, what's something that kind of really sticks out that's that uh, you either want to recreate or just it's, it's burned into your memory. Um, I like that the car kind of did everything. So there's the stories of it. It just, you know, my, my nan ran all over Herefordshire, the County where she lived in it that you know that was her car always up and down everywhere um i love that um my dad tells stories of how after he learned to drive they would have six sometimes seven people would do a 10 mile trip to worcester to go out to the the dances as it was called then you know um for a night out um and they would you know almost like be having to get out on the hills to you know let it get up there and um yeah and probably finally i really love that it was my dad's first work car, um, and um, my dad fixed hoovers, you know, vacuum cleaners. That was his first job. Um, and there's, if you look at the photos closely, there's a little hoover sticker on the side of the wing mirror, uh, on the windscreen, and that's the original sticker still on there from the 70s that um, was, yeah, that was to sort of just a little heart back to, to my dad and what he did. But, I mean, yeah, I've got, there's loads of stories. There's, there's some old photos somewhere of it covered in stickers 
Um, I know my auntie swapped it for a tiny steering wheel because that was a thing they did in the 70s and my granddad went mental. Um, yeah, I, stories about getting wet feet on a wet day. Um, oh, yeah, all sorts. And, yeah, it's it's funny, you know. My da- I, I imagine my dad going to work in it and, you know, they've still got the, like, the old cigarette burn in the back seat, their original back seats. And I'm like, that's quite cool that it was my dad's <laughs> first work car and, you know, he's, he's come a long way. That's awesome. I love it. <clears throat> like I said, I mean, this one's just chock full of history, photos, and everything like that. What's been your favorite part about the restoration restoration process? And um, for those that maybe don't follow, what what stage are you at? Are you completely done with the car right now, or is there a little bit left to go? Favorite part for me, um, I suppose. I'm, I favorite part for me is every all the the bits I've done. Sounds a bit selfish, but yeah, so things like I got an engine back built that's pretty, you know, it's pretty ugly. It was stripped of paint, stripped of everything. It was built and ready to fire up kind of thing. But I, I really enjoyed bolting on the clean bits and bolting on the bits that I'd refurbed and bringing all the bits I'd project managed kind of together and then doing the paint myself. So I did the, the paint on the engine myself. A lot of the components I painted myself and. I kind of learned that process, you know, some of it's base and clear, some of it's gloss, and I kind of learned that um, just in my shed, so that was really cool, and um, just learning about, yeah, just learning about every part of it, really, learning about how the car works and works together, because before this, all I'd done was I converted a, an electrician's van into a camper van, um, and that's mainly kind of cosmetic-y type stuff, I suppose, you know, there's a lot of woodworky type stuff but not a lot of mechanicking um mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's my favorite bit and then stage them out at the moment so um it's done its first kind of journeys um i've only done about 15 mile in it and i've um at the the paint when the paint was done there's a couple of blemishes on the inside of the door nothing major at all the guy who did the paint was unbelievable but um there's a couple of points where i think um, it had been hung up or rested against something there were marks I wasn't happy with um, so it's currently back with the real Minico who said you know ultimately you've paid for a paint job and it should should be right and they've, they've been very kind to get it sent back to that gentleman to get, get those bits touched up um, and it's got a little bit of an oil leak I'm not too worried about it I, I'm you know, it's an old. It's one of the original gearbox casings, um, and I, I, from what I gather, they were pretty much always leaky. Um, so I'm seeing <laughs> if that can get done while it's there. But if not, I'll just keep topping it up. So yeah, it's it's there. And then once the doors are painted, door cards go on. Um, hopefully, probably get a bit of ceramic coat, and I've got it booked for its first show on the 10th of September. So I get to kind of show it off a little bit. Then that'd be nice. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun to kind of – because I saw you guys um, took the painted shell, I believe, um, to a show and kind of showed it off, which was super cool. Um, so it would be cool to have, like, um, the finished project and a beautiful restoration of an early uh, Mark I. Um, very cool. Is this your first, like, classic car that you've owned? Have you yeah, been a car yeah. guy or, or anything like that? Yeah, so I've – I'd say for the last, probably what helped me buy it, to be honest, was for the last five years, I've, I've always wanted something. I, I, I've always liked, I've always quite liked modern classics, to be honest, modern classics. Um, 
you know, I like some of the retro, you know, like the first um, you know, Renault Clio 172 Cups and the stuff that when I was a kid and started driving, I couldn't afford. And, um, yeah, so I always thought I'd have something, um, uh, but not a classic, no, um, and not a Mini either. I mean, it was weirdly, actually, it was a Mini was the first car I drove after a mate of my dad gave it to us to, to drive around a little little paddock, little field that we had at home. And that was a Mini Mayfair, and it was rotten, so rotten. Um, and, yeah, we eventually killed that. But, um, no, I just, I've always liked cars. I've always liked, you know, things like that. But I just never thought it'd be a classic, and I never thought it'd be, yes, a Mini. So, um, yeah, I've always said I'd have a Caterham in the in the garage, if you got, if you know what that is, Caterham 7, Lotus 7, That's... something like that. Um, but not a, not a Mini. That's fun. I, lo- I love that. And it kind of ties back into maybe for me, why I was so intrigued by this story and your Instagram is because it, you know, a lot of times and a lot of people that I've talked to are, you know, already classic car owners or, you know, car people growing up. And this one's, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it just kind of seemed different because it was the family car. It was like, you guys, your, your great, your grandparents bought this, had it, your dad grew up with it, your aunts grew in, uh, learned how to drive in it and all of this stuff. It wasn't like, um, you know, you're necessarily like your dad's, you know, hot rod back in, back in the day type of thing. It was like a family car and, and that's kind of what the mini was back then. And that, that to see is super cool. Um, like I said, I talked to a lot of people that are just, you know, you know, I got the Mustangs or the the Minis or whatever other classic car, and um, that that's why this one kind of a little a, a little bit of a different story than what we usually talk about on here. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's a lot of people out there that will buy a Mini because that's what they first drove, or it, it, you know, it's nostalgia. These cars are really popular, especially over in the UK. Um, because nostalgia is what they remember when they were a kid. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like the easiest decision to make of buying a car ever. I wasn't shopping around. I wasn't, you know, oh, is this a good one or not? And trying to find the right one to restore it. It's just a case of, is it that car or nothing? You know, I've got to gotta go for it. So, um, yeah, it's it's a double whammy, really. It's nostalgia for my, my dad. And, uh, yeah, I, I love that I could just get in it. And I've left little nicks and bits you know i've got like the kick plates when you get in i've left them a bit dented and i'm happy with that because i like that that was probably my granddad or my nan or and my you know my 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 son you know he'll be able to drive the car and say oh i like that you know my great granddad did drove this and my great grandmother learned to drive this you know there's not many people out there that can say that no no not at all super special love that so what's the plans um, going into the future? Are you going to kind of keep it uh, a show show car? Are you going to try to drive it weekly, weekend drives? What, what's what's your plan for it? Yeah, so um, it's definitely not going to be, I've, I've always said, I don't want it to be a trailer queen. I don't want it to be a just show car because there's quite a lot of them um, out there and, and it needs to be driven, you know, like the fun of this thing is just pooling up the roads in it and the smiles and the waves and stuff it's it's i mean i've done 12 mile and i've had as many smiles i think of people and waves and things it's just awesome and um, so now I, I think 
it'll be a dry day car if I can because it's a mini and they don't like being wet. Um, I'm going to show it, you know, <laughs> while it's in the condition it's in now. I want to. I've got. I've entered the concourse. I don't think it's probably ready for concourse, but I kind of. I think it's it's worthy of being front and centre and sharing the story. And if I get a pat on the back and somebody tells me there's a scratch in my windscreen, so I haven't won. Who cares? And um, but I, yeah. I'll, I want to. I want to show it off. So I've got. I've got a little trailer. I can. I don't want to do big miles in it. You know, if I've got a show two hours drive away, um, I'd rather get it there um, in a pretty good nick or get it close. So my plan will always be I'll trailer it. Ideally, if I can, sort of trailer it within twenty miles, find somewhere I can park up, um, and then go from there. So whether it be a friend's house or um, somewhere that is owns to my belongs to my work, then. I'll uh, I'll try and do that. Leave the trailer there, and then do the drive the mini and get a little journey. But yeah, I mean, um, first journey was seeing my granddad. Second journey, um, my boy was at nursery. Me and my wife were off work. I was like, we're going for breakfast, and we just went up to a beautiful little village up here in the Cotswolds, um, about four mile away, um, and went our breakfast. So yeah, that that's the sort of drive I'll do. Evening car meets, Sunday drives. Why not? You got you got to drive these things. Hundred percent. I respect that for sure. I love you know they're they're a driver's car. They're meant to be driven, but you know taking it. It's such a you know cherished part of uh, you know story and everything. So I I understand you know trailering it you know to a show and stuff like that because it is a it's a great resto and I think um, you know it deserves that. So that's fun. I, I like that. I hope you guys really enjoy it. A, a beautiful job and and congratulations on it. Do you have a, does it, does this give you an itch to get any more minis? Does it give you an itch to start another project? Anything else that you might want to kind of tackle now that you've done this? I've said in my head this couple of times as I've been building this that I'd really like to, I'd like to do a mini, but a, a bit of a stupid one where I can do what I want with it. Um, this one I've had to go original, I've had to go stock, I've had to, you know, everything has to be as it should be. And I would love to do one that's a little bit quick, a little bit good at stopping, you know, that's a bit more that I feel like I can just go out and just go silly um, in it, you know, um, on on the rainy days or whatever. I could just go out for a blast. Um, so, yeah, not yet. I need to let the bank balance recover from this one, I think. But, um, yeah, I think there'll be another car in the future. I, I think the catering <laughs> might be a, a good compromise, and do, maybe I'll do a kit or a partial kit, one of them or something, um, when I've got the garage space, um, and I'll I'll go and have something to go crazy in or something to go slowly in and uh, have a nice balance there. I think that's a fantastic idea, and um, I think everyone should kind of experience that with the Mini is have one that you not not – don't care about but one that's not as valuable maybe as that mark one maybe an older rover and modify get a little go fast bits on there wider tires wider wheels things like that and just to experience both sides of it i think that's a great idea yeah yeah like i say i mean they're easy to fit in the garage aren't they but this one takes up most of mine already so um yeah we'll we'll work on that one not not just yet but yeah we'll work on that one i love it i love it well, um, Jamie, I know that you've seen a, a few episodes here. Um, are you uh, prepared for the Patty Probe? So I think the first question 
you know, now that you're thinking about possibly getting another uh, another mini project, what's your favorite mini variant? It has to probably be a Mark 1 Cooper S. I'm sorry if everybody says that, but I, I love the Mark 1, and then to go and make it quicker um, and a little bit more stylish, I think, yeah, Mark 1 Cooper S. Can't, can't go wrong with that answer. <laughs> now, I, I'm interested to hear on this one because you're saying you want to kind of make it go faster, um, modify it a little bit. Would you go crazy? Would you do A-Series, Honda Swap, or something else? A-Series. I'd love to tap into, like, the um, the the old boys in the mini world that used to just get the little engines to go like the clappers. I think that would be really cool. I think it would be nice to do a, a retro sort of 70s A-Series engine. I think that would be good fun. Yeah, I think that's... Uh the appeal to me why I don't want to do another swap is because it's kind of cool to get that little a series to, you know, push out a hundred plus horsepower. <laughs> you know, it's, that's yeah. interesting to me that you could do that and, and, and it's rowdy. Yeah. And there's so many ways as well. And the straight cut gears and that, like I've seen a few, I've been to a few shows and straight cut gears just sound really cool. And yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be a really, a really cool. And it'd be a really good way to learn everything about that engine. Cause all the little changes that add up to those horses, it'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. This is one I don't think I've, I've um, done very often, but uh, in your case, I feel like this might be um, an interesting one uh, to hear what you have to say. But if your mini could talk, what do you think it would say? What story do you think it would it would remember? If it could talk, I think it would talk in like a, <laughs> you know, come come over here, young man, let me tell you a story. I feel like it would, that's how it would chat to me, and it would just carry on spinning stories until you fell asleep. Um, what story would it tell? Um, I've, I've heard, I don't know, it would probably tell a story that would disturb me, because I think my dad, my dad did a bit of dating in that car. So um, I tried to think what that story would be. <laughs> Um, but let's just say the little trips out with their mates. I think that'd be good fun. That'd be good to hear some of the stupid stuff they probably did as kids. And <laughs> no doubt have, you have the original rear sorts. seats, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Might regret that. Next decision. question. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you could have a drink, coffee, beer, tea with one mini celeb, uh, who would it be? Dead or alive. Dead or alive, anybody? Hard. Um, I mean, John Cooper would be awesome, <laughs> but I think I think he'd know too much. You know, he'd, he'd probably be insulted by my ignorance of the mini. Um, I think Alec Izzagonis <laughs> would be quite cool. I think that would be that would probably be my choice in that you just go, why have you done that? You know, like there's some stuff in there, like really, that's how we're going to do it. You know, yes. Um, if you don't know, like for example, the indicator set up on a mark one like what were you thinking man you know who who did you let design that most complicated thing just for a bloody flashing <laughs> light and a horn you know that's what it does but it's the most complicated thing in the world um yeah that'd probably be yeah that'd be that'd be cool go and have a go and have a nice beer somewhere quiet beer of Alec, to be honest and work out what you're thinking that's with hilarious. half the design i love that so after tackling pretty much a you know a full restoration 
um, either your car or just the mini in general, like you talked about the, the indicator stock, if you had the ability to go back and change something about the mini, what would it be? Um, what would it be? If anything. Um, I mean, back then, I don't, yeah, for, for, if I could go back and change anything, it would probably be, I mean, they could have made it a little bit higher, couldn't they? Let's be honest. I feel like my head's touching the roof half the time when I'm not even that tall. Um, but then it would just look weird. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's pretty good. I mean, my car was made at a time when they made loads of changes a few months later. So, um, I mean, on my car, you could change yeah. pretty much everything to make it better. But that's kind of what they did eventually. So... Um, if I go back and change anything on mine, probably just make it a little bit, a little bit quicker. But that's judging by today's road standards. And um, and yeah, if it could stop a bit quicker, that'd be nice. It's a little bit, um, yeah. Sometimes you have to see into the future. I think I've only, I haven't done many miles in it, but it's, it takes some getting used to. And I mean, that wouldn't be so bad. You could look into some period correct 60s uh mods some cooper s brakes or something like that or or even a little you know upgrade in the carbs or something like that exhaust or whatever you know there's always that's that's my style for a car like yours is you know period correct it's a 60s car your your dad owned it or your grandfather owned it in 65 you know cooper s was coming out getting popular then you know so you never know that could be a cool little thing that's you know uh, reversible if you will yeah i think i think discs yeah i was really torn on discs and that lot um and i kind of went with twin lead and sheet but i think yeah to make it more drivable that would that might be something to look at um but i mean it's interesting because uh, obviously my granddad owned it in the 70s as did my aunts and stuff i've actually backdated it um with a few bits you know they had twin horns on there as an example because apparently that was something you had to have in the 70s because the little front horn rusted up and they just put twin horns on it and um there's there's a few little bits that they had changed for whatever bizarre reason that i managed to find old stock and put it back but yeah i think um i think we're done with it yeah there'll be a few bits in the future i think amazing amazing well, Jamie, I appreciate you being on. Um, is there anything else you want the people to know? Everyone go follow his uh, journey with J-E-U underscore 311. Um, go check that out. Anything else you want the people to know? No, I don't say no. Just, yeah, just come along and, um, yeah, see see what see what there is. If you ever see a post saying help, please, you know, be kind. Um, Realise how ignorant I am in the mini world, you know, and how this is all new and wading through every problem at a time um there's a lot of experts out there in uh social media land that um are quick to say you know well oh, do, don't do it like that but not necessarily tell you how you should do it and i think they forget sometimes that they they uh they did it for a first time once as well so um yeah that's all i can say is yeah come on the journey and su- support me if you can when i need it that'd be good Hey, I love that. I love that. Listen, I think you did a great job and I think you did um, your family proud with this one. So uh, kudos to you and enjoy the mini and I will catch you guys on the next one. Lovely. Thanks so much.